You've played the missions, but do you really know the lore? We are here to be your guides, your guardians. This is Guardians of Lore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, Guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is episode 93, recorded November 15th, 2020. The topic for this episode is The Dark Future Part 1. I'm the host for this episode. I am Elmist. And hey, I'm Orchid. And for podcast info, uh, we encourage feedback that can be sent to us on Twitter at guardians underscore lore, at hey, it's Orchid, at I underscore am underscore Elmist. You can email us at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. Uh, you can leave us a review wherever the you find the podcast, except Spotify. Screw you, Spotify. And if you leave, if you do leave a review, jump into our Discord and let us know. Uh, you can also find our info at thelornetwork.com alongside many impressive lore content creators. So, Ooh. this week at Guardians of Lore, Beyond Light dropped. Yay! Dropped on my birthday! So what do you think of it, Orchid? Ah, so many things. Um, PVE, the story is so good. Oh my god, The story it is. is amazing. The story is so amazing. Um, the graphics, like, are really good. Like, the lighting is amazing. Whatever they did to it between now and the up, like, before looks so good i love the dark ui is amazing oh my god yeah my eyes don't feel like they're on fire whenever i turn destiny on now i, I kind of <laughs> feel like they did that to offset europa i think they did too but at the same time it's like it um, was needed <laughs> i i'm a cave person that you know like likes to live in the dark <laughs> well like so i haven't left my apartment I... I haven't left my apartment in yeah. nine months so i mean me too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. So I, I I live in a dark area with dark things, and so I don't want to have really bright white things blinding me whenever I open them up, like Destiny, when I play at night in my bed in the dark. So thank yeah. you, Bungie. Like, it also gave me very D1, like, fuzzy vibes from, like, the dark opening screen. Yeah. You know? And like, the music is phenomenal. The, oh, the story the is, is so amazing. Good. The story is phenomenal. And honestly, I don't mind the gameplay. Like a little bit is confusing because the quests, I'm just like they're all over the place. So I'm like, what do I need to actually do? That's there, important. There are a few issues that I have with some of the the quests. Mm -hmm. Like when you unlock the weekly empire hunt challenge right um uh -huh. there's nothing to actually tell you what you know how many you've done or anything like that unless right. you get an empire hunt to the point that you can do the mission yeah makes so do no you just sense have to keep to doing them until you get the mission so like the quest itself has four steps Right. You have to get it onto that fourth step or the third step, whatever the actual mission is, in order mm -hmm. for 
there to be an icon on the map that tells you, oh, hey, you're at one out of two. What? <laughs> the fuck? You can tell I'm not at that step because I'm a PvP sweat and I've been living in the Crucible since this dropped and I've done very little in PvE. So, <laughs> so quite literally, like a clanmate and I were trying to figure it out this morning. And Weird. I was like, I don't see anything on my map. And I was doing an empire hunt. Um, right. But it was like I was on the, the first step where you have to like go kill things or collect materials. Yeah. I got that done. I checked the map. Still got nothing. So I went and did the next part, which like it, it's either, you know, go hunt down the person and kill it you know, kill all the platoons and then kill the thing that spawns or go uh -huh. do that conflux thing or go save a skiff. Mm -hmm. And then once I got done with that, I was like, oh, it just showed up. And I'm, my clan mate was like, what? That's, that's, uh, so like, yeah. that's an issue. But aside from Speaking that, Speaking of let's talk about varix for a second yes yes <laughs> oh, if i see insect insect like chattering or whatever the fuck it says on my screen <laughs> one more time i'm gonna like stab a bitch <laughs> it's such a meme now <laughs> oh um, I see a lot of people like being kind of mad at him, and I know the game kind of threw shade at like saying it's his fault that Cade's dead, and I'm like, it's not, though. It is, but it is not his. It's not directly. It's not though. Like he's he's the one directly. It is it, right. He's the one who who caused the the riot. Oh. You know, he released right, people, but, but like. Yeah, but he didn't pull the trigger, though. Right. And, so, and that's, that's exactly it. I don't know. It. I guess I have problems with it. I'm so, a Variks was... fanboy. Like, I've known for years, at this mm -hmm. point, two years, that he orchestrated the riot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, my initial thought was i wanted to put a bullet in him but right i have moved past that and i've gotten back mm -hmm. to that fanboy phase yeah i think it took a, a couple of months after Cade died and for say i probably took like a season after forsaken came out for me to not be mad about it anymore yeah you know yeah, because I'm, and especially now, like he has paid dearly for what he's done. Like, Absolutely, his whole point is to watch and and get his people back to the prominence that they had. Right. Even without the traveler, you know, the great machine, mm -hmm. and he's yeah. watched his people turn towards the darkness and corrupt themselves and become things that 
don't even resemble Elixni anymore. And mm-hmm. it's tearing at him. Yeah. So like it's it's a very nuanced story is what Bungie has weaved, woven. And it's woven. well done. English is hard right now. <laughs> it's super well done. Like this the whole story is so good. Like I love the Elixney part. Um what did you think of the Empire um hunts since we talked about it? Uh we did we were actually kind of right in our little lore we were talking about like maybe they're like barren you know whatever bullshit hunt things like, yeah yeah they're pretty much the same thing uh, <laughs> so we, what did we you had... think of them which one was your favorite out of the three that we did i can tell you which one isn't my favorite because okay. i died like do that eight times during that story mission because the fucker <laughs> would throw a grenade freeze me in the middle of the air and I'd yell out, fuck you, Praxis. <laughs> but, Wait, is that the one that boops you off the side? Uh, no. Praxis was the one who came flying in on a shank. Okay. He had the, uh, the cold snap grenade that would track you, and oh. I had no clue that that's actually what it did. Uh... and it just I sat there for half an hour just raging because I couldn't get past it <laughs> yeah I did a lot of the story with um, my friend Chaos um, I've been on Australian Eastern Standard Time for the last like five six days right now <laughs> my sleep schedule is all super fucked up but that means I got to play with all my friends, so yay. But, um, so I'd play with him when he got home from work. Or when he wasn't at work. And so it was a lot easier with two people. So we didn't struggle all that much. Yeah, I went in solo. That's... Yeah. I mean, it, solo is really nice when you want to just, you know, experience the story for yourself. The only problem is, like for me, is that I may experience the story solo, but I am never mm-hmm. f- truly solo because I have a party chat going. And like, I think at the lowest point that day, it was four people in the party. Oh, wow. Right. <laughs> so like, I was never truly alone. <laughs> It's really, yeah. It's, um, we would always just kind of like mute ourselves when we'd have like a cutscene or there was dialogue or anything like that. Just oh, so yeah. like we could both experience, because we were both at the same part of the story. So, right. Yeah. Since we didn't, we just kind of played together, but we did, we did a lot of like, oh, let's just not do this and we'll go play PvP because we wanted to kind of like savor it. If that made sense. I didn't want to, like, blow myself through the story. Blow, blow it, my it, way through the story. It makes no, sense. <laughs> no, it, it makes sense. But, like, I, I'm i trying to get raid ready. So yeah. I kind of had to. Right. Because all the powerful drops and everything are tied to endgame stuff. And you 
mm-hmm. have to be at a certain point in the story to start receiving it. Right. <sighs> so what do you think of Adored? Haven't gotten it yet. Oh, I didn't. I did the Crucible, obviously, um, which was shooting myself in the foot because I realized if I had done the Vanguard one, I could have finished it in an hour. Yeah, I picked up but the Vanguard one. The and difficult I... one. Yeah. Right. No. Like if you do the if you do the Vanguard one, you can go into a corrupted strike and then you can just like shoot every single little one and you're pretty much done in like two strikes. It's stupid. Heck. Like. Honestly, I'm planning on getting a team together. Just go into a strike. We each take our own lot oh, sector. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I did mine in comp and, um, oh boy, when you don't have stasis yet because you haven't finished the story, but other people do, it is a really steep learning curve. I have a lot of opinions about PVP since this came out. Since stasis. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm getting better at running away and I have changed the way I play the game now. I've had to. (laughs) The freezing aspect doesn't feel good in PvP. It's really infuriating. Because there's Um, no way that you can actually get out of that situation. You get frozen by a grenade, just count yourself dead. Yeah, um, I was... The first night or two, um, I was, like, really super triggered by it because it felt really toxic. My second match, like, my first match of pvp that i did because the game doesn't know where you are in comp um at the beginning of a season since it kind of wipes your elo and everything away um so it doesn't know where to place you in terms of like how good people are yeah oh my so God. Uh, my team kind of like raffle stomped the other team and it was it was really like if i hadn't died once i would have gotten a we ran and undefeated and I did get like a ghost in the night. Jeez. So I did really for myself. I did really well. <laughs> Jeez. But that that's not that's not usual. But I was a monster. It was really great. Uh, I think I got like a got like a twenty two point or something. <laughs> oh, and see, like uh, I've I've been raging in comp because comp is is the easiest way to get powerful drops because mm-hmm. you're ranking up your glory and your valor at the same time. True. And it is so infuriating because stasis freezes you in place. And yep. if you break out of it, I, I actually learned if you break out of it, if you do not have a shield, you will die. If you break out of it and you're not at 100 resilience, you are going to die. If you are at 100 resilience, it's going to take your health down to three quarters. You'll be you'll have a quarter health left and you'll be well, able no, to get like, away. Well, no, like I've found that if all you've done is get frozen, you can break out of it and you still have health. A sliver, mm-hmm. but you still have health. But if you have more than half your shield gone you will die Mm -hmm. and it's infuriating i don't know 
Yeah, it's I don't it doesn't feel good to not be able to fight back against something. And so now one of my friends actually was really he's really, really good at PvP. And we were talking about like like good enough that like every single person listening to this would be fucked up by him. Um he recommended to me because I was really upset and to the point of like I was in tears after a match. And he said, you know, you just need to think of it as whenever you're frozen, you're dead. So just count it as a loss. Don't think of it as being toxic. Just think of it as you were already killed. And then just kind of move on. He's like, just get better at being behind walls. He's like, I know it doesn't feel good to be frozen when you're behind a wall and they're on the other side of the wall. And and I'm like, yeah, that's bullshit. That's happened to me several times. Well, and even then, like, it, it's just, it doesn't feel good. It, like, No, it if, doesn't. If, but... it, if it just purely slowed us or if they mm-hmm. lowered the amount of time in PvP that you're frozen, I think it would be all right. But They'll have to tune it. Um, and they will. Yeah. I'm sure. In but, its current you know, state, then, it's just infuriating. Um, in its current state, it's super broken. I'm getting used to it. Um, it's just the typical, I don't know, a lot of the, the typical people I play with are all like, oh, I hate it. It's super broken. I don't even want to play PvP. And I was kind of there at the beginning. And the more I've been playing, the more I've realized that it's just like, it's just something you have to adapt to. And it's forcing me to play differently than I used to. And so it's kind of made PvP a little exciting for me again. Because I'm having to, like, rethink the way I play. So, even though my KD is, like, trash now. <laughs> it's like, what is KD anymore? <laughs> I'm actually, like, having fun, sort of. So, we'll see if, if I'm having fun in a couple of weeks. If this lasts. We'll see next because week. A lot of people... Because mayhem. Oh, God, mayhem. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know. I've been running um, right. Chaos Reach, which I don't usually do in Crucible because that is not for me. I love that super and I use it in PvP in PvE all the time. That's like my main super I use in PvE, but in PvP I don't. I run Tickle Fingers, like top tree Tickle Fingers. Except now you can get frozen like, mid super and yeah, killed easily. Exactly. Yeah, so a roaming super like that isn't good anymore, and I don't really want to use stasis because I haven't been playing PvE, so I don't have any aspects or anything. <laughs> so I'm like, ah! I'll use this thing that I know can shut down a super from a mile away. <laughs> so that can shut down stasis pretty quickly. <laughs> so Ironically enough, a... so can a Nova Bomb. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, but a Nova Bomb, you, yeah, but a Nova Bomb, you lose you, your entire super. Whereas with Chaos Reach, if you pinpoint it, you can use half of it and shut it off and you still have half your super left. Eh. So I can have my super three or four times in a match, which is why I like it. And but... see, I, I don't Warlock often, so it's just... yeah. I, I the warlock super so broken. <laughs> oh fuck! So broken. <laughs> Let me just shoot the these warlock three snowballs right at you, and and you'll be frozen. <laughs> My teammates can pick you off. Yeah, no, nothing, nothing wrong with that. No, fuck. Oh, 
But like, but like the hunter's broken too. Oh, not not super great. wise, but like those throwing stars. I love them. If Thro- you're running Monte Carlo, you can just have like infinite throwing stars. Right. Right. And that's the thing. Like it's pretty great. You just have uh, like it, I there was a play that I made yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um there was a, a person coming at me with with tickle fingers, I believe. Like they just popped it. I threw two shurikens. Um, Sean Jones threw a mm-hmm. wall nade. Hi, Sean Jones. And quite literally, like he was just frozen in his super. Jesus and then at Christ. that point, we all just like, fuck it. And we just annihilated him. So like, I can see where the rage will come. Uh, oh it's God. just, yeah. The the freezing in PvP needs to get tuned. We'll see. Um, I really like Duality, the new shotgun. I'm a super fan of it. Yeah, you love it. Um, I really like it. Like slug shotguns are are great right now. They're in a super good place. Um, I really like it. Um, and it's so pretty. It's so beautiful. It is. It, oh my god! Like oh. it's the styling of it. Like Bungie, well fucking done. Like it's beautiful. It looks nice. It it's feels really nice. Pretty. It really um, does. It's so good. It's so good. I actually, the armor is trash this season, by the way. I actually like the European weapons. I do too. That bow has a nice There's, sound to it. It has a nice feel it does. to it. The shotgun is good too. So so I got the shotgun with dual loader. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. So the perk it's, du- you like it? So the perk dual loader. For each mm-hmm. slug that you reload, it's really two. Oh, wow. So at no most, I gross. only have to ever reload that thing with three shells. Holy shit. <laughs> it's got... It's dumb. It's got a... <laughs> I love like, it. The one that I have has five in the mag, um, mm-hmm. and you only have to reload like three shells at max if if you're down to one shell left it's two and i've get i've gotten myself into that mentality of like oh i have one left reload ah uh, it's wow. it's fun and it's a slug yeah like i said slug shotguns are super good right now um Let's see what else. Was there anything else that I really liked? Um, I like that they have legendary lost sectors again. Um, Legend I really like and that master. And master, yeah. No, I like that. I love the difficulty increase for lost sectors. It gives me something to grind for because yeah. I like. I mean, you know that I like Grandmaster Nightfalls and Master Nightfalls, and I like trying to solo dungeons and shit. Like that's, I like doing that when I'm not. You know, just being a PvP nerd. Um, 
so that's gonna be super fun yeah my australians yes um i i'm super excited about that and i actually like that they've I know a lot of people aren't happy about this, but I like that they've locked some exotics behind those walls. Now, like, does that make sense? Do, do we actually like, know I... if the exotic armors are actually locked behind that wall or? Yes. Okay. You have to do the legendary, at least. The legend solo. solo. Okay. You have to do the legend solo to be able to get it to be put in the loot pool. Okay. Like, I think you get it, and then it's in your loot pool. I wasn't sure. As far as I understand. I don't know if that's entirely accurate, but that's as far as I understand, that's that's what it is. I wasn't sure if that's the way it was. I, I think it is. I haven't seen anybody with the exotics. I've only seen one person with the gloves, and they fucked me up with them. Oof. So, yeah. Because, like, I'm imagining really that with Thorn or... I was Thorn like, no one or... has Thorn right now. I, I'm like, why am I getting poison damage? No one has Thorn around me right now. And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, oh. Melee. Oh. Oh, I'm dead. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> why, am I, why am I dead? <laughs> dead you are. <laughs> Insect like Jack. Damn it, Ah, gross um yeah so i think we both really like beyond light so far it's been a lot of fun um i'm trying to get raid ready my (laughs) (laughs) fuck face (laughs) for those who are listening in our private chat i typed in insect like chattering time <laughs> green just dropped in with cat like curiosity because <laughs> she's wondering why you keep dropping it in there <laughs> we our show chat is shared with focus fire chat which is easier because we all have the same um we all have the same role in discord for us to all just share the same show chat <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> yeah (laughs) yeah Um, but i'm i'm getting my characters raid ready my warlock is at 1225 and that's gear score that's not taking into account the artifact because the artifact is not going to matter for day one raid so you have to be 12 of 25 right 12.30 for the final encounter. Okay. So I'm five levels off. <laughs> You're going to totally make it. Oh, yeah. I've still got all the powerfuls from next week. Wow, you'll totally make it. That'll be great. Um, And then I have my Hunter and my Titan at 12.23. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm going to be raid ready. And it's going to feel really good to do it. I'm at 12.06. But like, you're not trying to do day one raid. You're like, you're not. You're just enjoying the content. Yeah. I'm not stressing out about it. 
like, it feels really nice. Like I was at the beginning of the week, I was totally stressed about, am I actually going to be able to get to level? We're recording this on a Sunday and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm like, I have no, I have nothing to worry about. Yeah. And you've got a, you've got a whole six days, right? Five days. Yeah. You're golden. I've you're got five dead. days. Four of which oh, yeah. are because of an actual weekly reset, and that means new powerful gear to drop. Uh, the only yep. bug that I found is that pinnacles are dropping with less power than the actual powerful drops. Really? So it makes That's sense weird. to do pinnacles first and then powerful? <laughs> what the fuck? That's <laughs> Not that feels wrong, but okay. There's there's that's the new normal. There's quite a bit of bugs, and <laughs> just a few. My God, there's so many bugs. There's there's a lot of bugs, and it makes a it makes me look at it and go, why, what, how mm -hmm. is it this way? But I know it's going to be fixed soon ish yeah so I'm, I'm not stressing over a lot of it right i don't know let's see really quick uh gambit is good again um they made like casual the gambit prime them. they made casual gambit prime which i like um i don't like that the meatball is still there because it makes me want to quit every time i see it because <laughs> uh, the first match I came across the fucking meatball was there and then I just told my fire team I'm like I'm done and then I just emoted my way and I sat down in the corner I'm like you guys can take care of this and they're like yeah nah we're not going to do this either I'm like ha 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 oh, we had geez. a blueberry being like why are you guys not like in, t in team chat he's like where are you not we're like it's the meatball he's like oh yeah I don't want to do this either and so we just let the other team win jeez no, it... I did it with some friends after that, um, and oh god, just the meatball just infuriates me. Gambit has been take fun. it out of the game, Bungie. Gambit, I, I hate admitting that Gambit was fun. Gambit was fun. And like, the problem that I have is that I'm trying to do bounties because that's a powerful gear drop. Mm -hmm. So. I'm sitting there and I'm like, I can't do what I normally do in Gambit, which is invade. So, yeah. all right, this is how it, that's, that's how I have to do it. I invaded a couple of times. It felt really good. I just got truth out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I got truth out and had chaos reach on and just destroy the other team. <laughs> and I'm just like giggling like a maniac the entire time. That's pretty much how you time. have to invade. Yeah, and the other team you, you didn't just really know what giggle to do maniacally. I think they were kind of new. Yeah. Yeah. I learned from the best, Elemist. Who is you? <laughs> You're the best. I learned from you, Mr. I'm going to kill the same person three times. <laughs> hey. It was amazing, okay? It was amazing. I was there. We were in that match together. 
let's see. Um, yeah. Uh, Beyond, I think we can agree. Beyond Light is super awesome, and I can't wait for the raid. And all the lore is really great. And it is. This has just been so good. It's it's, it's been it's been such really a good awesome. content so, drop. Oh, it's such a good content drop. It's been really really great. So yay, Bungie! Thank you. Because like Shadowkeep felt really light. Mm-hmm. This one actually feels beefy. <laughs> Meaty. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, I hear you did a charity stream? I did. I totally had forgotten about it until, like, the day of. Oops. Like, I'm still, like... <coughs> You guys can tell I'm still sick. <laughs> it's been like almost a month now. <laughs> Yay. Really excited about that. Um, but yeah, we did a, it was for Prevent Cancer. It's a charity. And so we did a lot of fundraising and I played Halo because I've been on a, I'm not going to play Destiny to for spoilers and to let other people play it. And it's super saturated right now on Twitch. And I just really love halo a lot so i finished halo 4 and it was amazing and i'm glad i got to share it with everybody who was there dead ending though i cried so much if you want to see me cry you can go back and watch the vod it's up on twitch like when that (laughs) when that game first came out and i played it i i cried at that ending I cried at that ending. Yeah, I'm super emotionally invested and everything is perfect. Like the music is so good and just like the way the dialogue is written and their expressions and you can't even see John's face and just his like his the way his body is like the way he's standing and uh, it's all so good. Now, Cortana, like, why? Now, like, when I, when I first beat that game, mm-hmm. I was still living with my family. And mm-hmm. I had done it at, like, 7 or 8 a.m. on a weekend. Oh, wow. And my family comes out, and they're like, why are you crying? Nothing. Nothing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's, wow. like, I... That ending is just so well done. Mm-hmm. And because of the entire journey that you have with Chief and Cortana, like there's yeah, there's no way you can't feel anything. Exactly. And um, I just really want to read all the books and play all the games again. And I'm so glad Chad made me play all of them. And uh, screw you, Steven, for not letting me play them when they came out the first time. <laughs> because mom didn't let me play on the Xbox, so. Because <laughs> it was always your turn. Oh, so. God. But I'm glad I got to share it, like, on stream and have everybody watch it and react. And it was, like, kind of a special moment. It was a lot of fun. Like, I had such a good time. That's good. So. It's like the little things. I don't know. That was great. 
Don't tear up now. I'm going to get all emotional again. Don't tear up. so good. (laughs) No, I'm going to. (laughs) Quickly, Lore Network ad before I start crying. (laughs) The Lore Network. Hey guys, it's Green from Focus Fire Chat. Have you guys ever wanted to listen to just the lore? Like, spend a few minutes consuming the lore in an audio format? Well, my new podcast, Destiny Lore Audiophile, does just that. Destiny Lore Audiophile is a podcast where the lore of Destiny is recorded and presented in an audiobook format. No commentary, just pure, sweet lore. Episodes will be about 30 minutes long and released every Thursday. Currently, you can find Destiny Lore Audiophile on Podbean and iTunes at Destiny Lore Audiophile, where the audiophile has a PH instead of an F. Readings of the Singular Exeget, Marasena, Books of Sorrow, and more are already queued up and ready to drop. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single performance of Destiny Lore Audiophile. See you there. And that was a good ad. It was so good. I'm not crying anymore. It cheered you up. Yay. It did. That's uh-huh. the thing that gives my heart warmth. <laughs> so, brief intro to the topic. This lore book is obtained by completing the Born in Darkness quests each week. That's about all we know uh, right now. This is a brand yeah, new lore so... book. We... I haven't read mm-hmm. it, so this is going to be interesting. I have. This is the only lore book I've read and see, so far. I haven't read any of the new lore yet because um, Raid Grind. I was a part of the ARG um, for Raid Secrets. Oh. And, yeah, I was a, I was a pixel placer, and my eyes hurt from that. Um, but it's, so I've read a lot of the lore, but I haven't, like, sat down and, like, really inspected a lot of it, and so this was the first one that I was like, no, I'm going to read this, and I'm going to think about it, and then I was like, oh, boy. So, buckle up, buttercup. Are you ready for this? Let's do it. It's going to be great, I promise. Let's do it. It's going to be good. Yeah. I know. I should say that we don't usually do lore that you don't completely have in game first. At least in the past, we haven't. Um, but we really wanted to do new lore because we were both so excited about Beyond Light um, and the new releases. And since it's just the two of us, we're just like, yeah, let's just fucking do it. So well, and it, it's, that led to us choosing this one. Well, and it's not that we've had a policy against that it's just right it hasn't really come up mm-hmm. but now now yeah all right um i'm gonna read chapter one the family line another sleepless night not that i require sleep but it helps me to feel normal whatever that is air shuffling outside probably a rat scrounging for food I'm sick of always having to search for a safe place to rest, though everyone's displaced these days since the last city fell. 
I hear the noise again, louder, someone's near. Before I have the chance to move throughout the head of my cot, I swing off the taut fabric, grab my weapon from the floor, and then roll across the room, blasting stasis at my assailant. They dodge it entirely, leaving my bed momentarily frozen in time. I fire off rounds, grazing their shoulder. Elsie, wait! No one calls me that. Except her. The attacker removes her hood. She's changed. A bit worse for wear, but it's her. My stubborn sister. What were you thinking, Anna? Why did you attack me? You attacked me! It's been years since I've seen her, after the bombardment. Last family reunion didn't end well. A crimson line rolls down the length of her arm. You're wounded. It's nothing. I'll be fine. You're not fine. Where's that annoying gnat? Why isn't it fixing you? I said it's nothing. Something's up. I stare through her until she offers an explanation. She's gone, Anna admits begrudgingly. Let's leave it at that. I'm not surprised to hear this. What are you doing here, Anna? I need you to teach me. Show me how to use stasis like you. You really understand how to control it. You're not corrupted like them. She sounds desperate. That's a bad sign. We've been over this. My answer remains no, I say. Anna is smart, but too easily led astray. It's a miracle she ended up how she did. I can't get involved. Every day I make it by the skin of my teeth. Without the light, without the traveler, I'm a sitting dreg just waiting to be picked off. I have bigger concerns. Then family? She asks, trying to pull at my heartstrings. Won't work. I pick up my bag and head out the door. You're just going to leave? Fine. I'll find someone else to help me learn stasis so I can take down Savathun. Are things really so bad for her that she has this death wish? You know what she did, Anna. Stasis won't save you. This is a suicide mission. There are others out there who are tired of living in fear, too. We can find them. Good. Go talk to them instead. Listen to me. We can attack the light and darkness together. Or we can keep our heads low and move on. There's nowhere else to go. You want to run away? That's your choice. But I'm telling you, we can do this, she says and holds up a satchel, pulling a dry from it. We just need a little help. You have him? I ask in disbelief. What's left of him? The war mind. I guess he didn't vanish with Mars. There is power there, but this is still a foolish plan. Although Anna seems hell-bent on learning stasis and with Rasputin, she'll do it. When she puts her mind to something, there's no stopping her. I always thought the best way to protect her was to stay away from her. If I push her away now, can I really say I'm doing it for her? Only trouble is, he's stuck on the strive, she says knowingly. He could use a new vessel. Anna smiles at me coyly. She knows exactly what to do and just how to bait me. I cast out a million second thoughts. I can't let my sister get herself killed. Lead the way. Okay. So I'm taking it that this is actually... It, it seems like things have progressed in this timeline the same way they progressed in our timeline. Mm-hmm. The Cabal came, they caged up the Traveler, it exploded... The, that triggered the pyramid mm -hmm. ships. They came. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
they shut down Rasputin. Yep. And the evacuation happened. The planets disappeared. But for me, it's I feel like it's much further along than where we are now in our story. Yes. Because the Traveler is gone. Savathun is a huge concern. Whereas right now, Traveler's still here, even though, like, if you see it in the tower, like, Tra- Traveler looks further away a little bit. <laughs> like, tra- Traveler's doing a, an Irish goodbye. <laughs> Where it's, like, just not going to tell you it's leaving. It's just slowly, like, backing up and you're like, okay, bye now. <laughs> the Traveler's like, well, I'm going to hit the old dusty trail. I got go- I got work in the morning. I got to go. <laughs> bye (laughs) yeah that's I didn't even but Savathun though was mentioned yeah like I didn't even pick that up you know without the light without the traveler I'm a sitting drag just waiting to be picked off yeah I, I didn't even pick that up that the traveler had gone yeah so I always assumed that if a traveler was gone, you'd still have your ghost and your light, but you just wouldn't be able to be rezzed. Was in my mind the way it would work if that happened. I, but maybe it would like recall all the ghosts and then you would be done. Well, and, and I, sus- I don't know. I suspect that it. Because like we've been told that the the light is within us mm-hmm. but i suspect that it's more like the ghosts are channeling the light from the traveler into us yeah i feel like they're a magnifying glass and yeah. we're like the bug yeah and so it's focusing the light into us like through that vessel kind of if that makes sense yeah so but also, she has Rasputin on a hard, but it's on a hard drive. It's not in an engram, uh, like it is in our in our current timeline. Correct. So that's a that's another difference. And I just yeah, didn't want to talk about the Witch Queen. No, I know you didn't. Well, we'll just say that she mentioned she's going to go after Savathun, and that's it. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. But I'm wondering why she thinks she's the one that's going to be going after Savathun and not, you know, a bunch of people or someone else. And why it has to be her. Right. Like, why isn't Eris stepping up? Right. The only way we're going to find out is if you read the next chapter. Yeah. I'm going to read chapter uh-huh. two. All right. Itinerant mendicant. Stay ready. We don't know what's in there. I say to Anna, standing in front of the entrance to the deep stone crypt. We make our way through the war-torn lab. Aramis's siege before the bombardment sure left its mark on the place. She found darkness here and helped spread it like a plague on the world. Clovis almost did the same in his time. If I remember right, we have a long drop ahead of us. You better hang on to me, I say, 
She wraps her arms over my shoulders, and it's the first time I've been close to a person in over a hundred years. I can smell a trace of sodium talawat, but only a trace. She hasn't bathed for a few days. She squeezes tight. I forgot what this felt like. My body produces a fleeting sensation of warmth. I move down the elevator shaft. We land as quietly as possible, remaining still. It's dead down here, but the power is on. Someone must have been here, or still is. As we make our way through the eviscerated research center, I notice Anna taking it all in. She seems almost familiar with the space. Clovis was an animal, sure. But what he discovered and built is absolutely incredible, she breathes. Never heard her speak so highly of the old man. She forgets that I was there. Doesn't realize the hand he played in our future, even centuries ago. This way, she calls out, running ahead. After walking through several corridors, we come to a familiar dead end. It's still there. Clarity control. I dreaded seeing this again. Practically a standing testament to all the bad that Clovis did. I want to get away from it. But Anna's fixated. Hey, you ready? We need to keep going, I say. She snaps back to reality. Sorry. Finally, we find it. The place where Exos were born. Anna covers her nose as we're greeted with a rotten smell. Slowly, we turn the corner and see a decomposing corpse desperately clinging to the lever on a console. The Drifter, Anna says. Hard to tell how long he's been here. We pry his hand from the console and carry him out of the room to try and purge the stench. What do you think he was doing here? I ask. Most likely the same thing we are. Anna says, plugging in her drive. But he failed. Probably for the best. He does, doesn't deserve another chance. It's depressing, seeing him like that, all alone down here. Anna works the console. Uploading now. Should be out of here soon. Grab that lever. I pull down, and a latch opens, releasing radiolarian fluid into an empty pool nearby. I catch Anna staring at the spot where we found the drifter's body. Do you ever think about what we could have done differently? She poses. All the time. Not really, I answer. So much of this death and destruction stems back to us, to our family. I know Clovis was responsible for a lot. He had a hand in bringing the darkness to this world. How do you know that? I ask. I found a journal the last time I was here. It's old, and half the pages were torn out. But it had a lot of information about him that was salvageable. Of course, she's been here before. Clearly, she's not telling me the whole truth. What else was in it? I ask. Outside of the redacted memos and experiments, there were stories and recollections of our family. It's all from his perspective. So he was never the villain. But still, maybe he wasn't as bad as we thought. He seemed to care about us in his way. Really? 
He did some good, Elsie. I was there, Anna. I saw the things he did. He was delusional. Of course, he was never the villain in his own story. We sit for a while and wait in silence. The pool begins to bubble. Anna jumps to her feet as a sleek metal hand emerges from the fluid. Slowly, the exo rises. Silky liquid drips from the tendrils that conjoin the parts. Eventually, it takes its first steps out of the pool. Red? Anna asks timidly. Its head turns, glowing eyes of scarlet meet ours, and it speaks Russian. Welcome back, old friend, Anna says. We are in business. Dun, dun, dun. That's so exciting. Considering, so, like, we were speculating about this. Right. Oh, so, if we go back to the beginning, let's unpack this a little bit. So, they went to the Deepstone Crypt. Because, of course, they did. This of course. place that we've been... Yeah. Um, so, we know that it's a lab. Like, some people are like, oh, no, it's a server bank. Oh, no, it's something else. So, we know the Deepstone Crypt is a lab. Um, and um, we know that this is where... Uh, Clovis Bray kept clarity and clarity control and that is what he called the darkness um, and the clarity was mentioned if you didn't have the collector's edition or you didn't read the ARG um, then you wouldn't have known that that is what he calls the darkness he calls it clarity um, so clarity control is it's an artifact um that is located in the deep zone crypt um similar to the k1 artifact it's similar yes um that we talked about in revelation that was found on the moon which you can see uh in the which we think is on the map anomaly in the crucible um is that artifact i believe yes that's the working theory we don't have confirmation that's what we think yeah we don't know but that's what we think um so they talk about um how anna is very she's very obsessive in this and it's worrying um because she is a obsessed with rasputin which in the collector's edition um clovis bray does mention that she has that obsession actually to be fair i mean i think to be fair i mean it's a pretty good obsession to have but (laughs) well like rasputin was her project yeah exactly i mean she built him so it's understandable and and that obsession with rasputin carried over into her guardian life yeah um but i think it's it's this is an honest conversation between two people about someone who's no longer with them where all they have is a journal saying like do you think this monster could have done something different or could have been different or handled things differently and one is reading it from the perspective of someone who read a journal because she doesn't remember because she's a guardian yep 
and the other one was there and does remember and saw everything and lived it. And I think that perspective is a little bit different. I I like that they have the two. It's two sides of the same coin, kind of. Yeah, it is. And it's it's an interesting dynamic. Mm-hmm. Because you've got one who is looking at it from literally the historian point of view. You know, she wasn't mm-hmm. there, but she's looking at artifacts from that point, from that time. Mm-hmm. And you've got somebody right. who is a f- first-hand witness to everything. Not only that, but was put into an EXO, which um, from reading the collector's edition, <laughs> that she was put into an EXO before him. Oh, yeah. Because he wanted to make sure it was safe. I mean, so come on. he experimented you... on his family members first. I mean, come on. If if it's going to kill anybody, I'd rather it kill my grandkids than me. Exactly. That's what grandkids are for, right? Right? For killing. <sighs> so, but we did get, we have Rasputin back and he does speak Russian. And he does. Yeah. If he didn't, I'd be really disappointed. <laughs> right (laughs) like that would be super disappointing i expect more (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. delete the game if he didn't speak russian (laughs) right Uh, immersion ready for chapter three oh i know anything else on chapter two uh no it, it seemed pretty forward uh they're in the same position that we are with his journal. Yeah. You just get the bits and pieces of written by a megalomaniac. Um, a psychotic who has a megalomaniac. Yeah. Who is yeah, delusional. Who, who is absolutely delusional and thinks he is the hero in the story. Thinks he's God's gift to the world. Right. Uh, it's not even God's gift. He thinks he's God. Yeah. Yeah. Clovis Bray is an interesting character. She is. Anyway. Let's see. Yeah, let's read the next one. This is chapter three. Towerless. I keep thinking about the drifter in the basement of the Deepstone Crypt and wondering when that will be me. Would I have ended up dead, alone, and resting away if Anna hadn't found me? The last city looks worse than I remembered. Buildings leveled and edifices stripped of their vibrancy pollute what was once last vestige of hope humankind had. The commerce, the children, the bustling life, all gone. Difficult to think about that day, the bombardment. We were hit on all sides. Aramis, the Cabal, Savathun, all attacking our strongholds at once. We never recovered. When the Dark Guardians turned on Aramis and the Cabal, everyone who wasn't killed went into hiding. Rasputin says something in Russian that I miss, and Anna laughs. Is that what it's like to be with friends again, I wonder, as I stare off at the empty sky where the tower once stood. You were close with the Vanguard, right? I ask. I don't know if I'd say close. We had a working relationship. They trusted me. 
still must have been nice closest thing to a family <laughs> Savala could hear that she trails off a pensive expression rounds out the lines on her face what was ours like our family before all this didn't your research tell you anna you were with them with us you know what they were really like i don't know we were a family can you just try a little for me you know, I don't remember anything. You got to spend time with them. You must be able to tell me something, anything. What did mom's hair smell like? What was dad's favorite song? I don't remember everything. Clovis made sure of that. Then tell me what you do know, she pleads. I don't want to have this discussion. You don't have the right to keep this from me. It's my life, too. Drop it, Anna. From behind us, we hear the readying of a rifle. Anna looks to me and inches her fingers towards her weapon. We don't want trouble. My hand goes frosty with stasis while Rasputin's fist clenches. You came to the wrong place, the rifleman says. Anna cocks her head and faces him. Zafala? I turn to get a look. Before us stands the once proud commander of the vanguard, disheveled in rags. His ghastly white beard is as thick as a steel door. And from the looks of him... A gentle breeze would knock him off his crutch in one remaining leg. They must have taken his ghost, too. Sad to see the deterioration of a body that's been stripped of its light. Commander, you're alive! Anna exclaims. He doesn't lower his rifle. It's me, Anna, she says with hurt in her voice. His expression never changes. We have a plan to take down Savathun. We need to speak with Ikora Ray. Is she here? I ask. He grimaces. She is, and points with his rifle towards the flotsam of the tower, buried deep under that. Oh, man. What the fuck? <laughs> right? Wow, Zavala. So oh Zavala God. is, like, he has lost all hope, which... Mm -hmm is something huge for that man. So let's um, go back, remembering the Traveler's Judgment, where he started to lose it. Right. This is kind of the end game, I think, of that. <laughs> right. Oh, man. And then, it, so, so the bombardment. We were hit on all yeah. sides. Aramis, the Cabal, Savathun. <laughs> All attacking our strongholds at once. When the Dark Guardians so, turned on Aramis and the Cabal, everyone who wasn't killed went into hiding. So the Cabal attacked. So it wasn't led by Callus. Right. Because Callus wouldn't do that. Callus doesn't give a shit. Right. Um... So who would have done it? Would it have been um, Kyadal, his daughter? That's what I suspect. Because we know that she's, because I remember... she's a, a yeah. force to be reckoned with. Right. I mean, And we know about her from the fourth horseman quest, if you guys don't remember. Well, and, and she's the one who overthrew Callus in the Midnight Coup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. 
it's like i mean destiny was already post-apocalyptic but there was that that last refuge that you know the last safe city and not anymore not anymore i can't even imagine like what that would look like like I can because we still have the te- like we still have the busted tower like reminding us because they can't be bothered to fix it and it's just there, right? You know. But man, this is like a a who's who of like who's gonna fuck us up though. It is, and, and like, so we we have. We have it right there, you know, when the Dark Guardians turned on Aramis and the Cabal. So mm-hmm. Aramis and the Cabal are taken care of at this point, I, I'm i assuming. I'm probably wrong. So then that just leaves Savathun. But, but it's when the Dark Guardians turned on Aramis. Right. So they were with Aramis. Right. Right? That's, That's how I'm I'm up. reading it. I don't like that. Well. So would that be like that girl that was following Eris Morn around on IO trying to learn about the darkness, those like those gambit sweats. <laughs> yeah. That wanted to be like the darkness weeds. Are those like the dark guardians that wanted to be with Aramis? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. And it, yeah. it would make sense. It's just I'm I'm wrapping my head around the fact that Zavala is no longer Zavala. You know, he's he's been stripped of everything that mattered to him. Yeah. You know, Ikora is dead. He doesn't have the last safe city Kate anymore. Is dead. Kate is dead still, too. Right. Kate was the beginning. Like Kate was stripped of him. Right. And that was kind of the beginning of the end. Like that was the first of Vanguard. You know, got destabilized. Exactly. You know, Guardians started getting more into gambit i guess we can blame gambit for some of this like it's like some sort of you know drug to get the hype on since it's you know playing with the darkness no and and that's exactly it that like man that poor zavala and now he has no leg and a real good beard right he he's just like a broken Santa Claus. <laughs> Except not so jolly. No, it's real sad. I want to know what happens next. He's like a I also blue... want to give him a hug. He's like a blue Santa if Santa was an alcoholic. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you mean he's not? <laughs> Well, frostbite, I mean, oh. sure. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to continue on to chapter anyway. four, Unguarded. Chapter four! We stare at Zavala in disbelief. He's so clinical, emotionless, 
like everything I've heard about him. Some things never change. Ikora's gone? Anna asks. Along with everything else. Whatever you have come to find, it is not here. Best you go. No, wait. We could use your help, Anna pleads. He turns and hobbles away on his crutch. Anna throws her hands up in frustration. I shake my head, but she follows him with Rasputin at her side. Commander, this all goes back to Savathun. If we can eliminate her for good, maybe there is hope. He stops. There isn't. You can't just walk away. Ikora wouldn't, she says. Zavala turns to Anna. You're just like her. Always were. Stubborn and self-righteous. That's how she ended up there. He points at the rebel. Keep going and you'll meet a similar fate. I'm sure Savathun would happily abide. Anna, this is seeking blood from a stone. Let's go, I say. Surely she sees how broken he is. I'm not leaving. Without Ikora, he's all we've got, Anna exclaims. He doesn't want to help us. You're a coward, Anna screams at him. A coward? I did everything I could to save the city. And her. But we were at odds. Just like the two of you. It was our downfall, Zavala says. He shakes his head and sighs. Looks like it'll be yours as well. Commander, I don't command anything anymore. That quiets us. I never had the opportunity to apologize, make things right. The next time I saw her, it was too late. Don't make the same mistakes I have. I see how much this pains Anna. Damn it. Fine, I'll help. Anna doesn't recall this, but our father, what I remember of him, was a stubborn man. He and I would fight all the time, but I never walked away without telling him that I loved him. The one time I forgot, he never came back. We've made mistakes, Zavala. All of us. We won't repeat yours this time, if we fight together, I say. Zavala looks me up and down. So you're the fabled Elizabeth Bray, I take it. I am. We could have used you sooner. Like when the pyramids arrived, Anna chimes in. Our troubles began long before they showed up, Zavala says. They were just the leaves of a tree planted long ago. The vanguard ran some cloak and dagger missions a while back in the Black Garden. We tried to suppress the Black Heart. It ended up corrupting the guardians who came into contact with it. From there out, dark guardians spawned, and darkness slowly spread. I'm here now. That's all that matters. Who's the other Exo? Savala asks. Rasputin announces himself. You have the war mind? Incredible. Still, why would you need my help? He's infinitely more capable than me. Rasputin is a weapon, but we need to know where to point him, Anna replies. Which is why we could use whatever information you have to find Savathun. We thought that if we could ally with darkness and light, we might stand a chance. 
Find symmetry where staunchness failed. I propose. That old song. He muses. Even if I could help, the warmind won't be enough. Not for what lies beyond Sabathun. She is only a pawn. Meaning what? You want the real witch. You want Eris Morn. Holy crap. Jesus Christ, right? Holy crap. <sighs> okay, so. Let's unpack this from the beginning as we've been doing with all the other ones. Holy crap. Yeah. So Zavala is really just fucking done with everybody. And honestly, I think it's kind of a compliment that he says that Anna is a lot like Ikora. It is. Considering it's, how it's Zavala feels about her. Compliment. Yeah. I think Zavala honestly sees her as kind of a daughter. Well, and, and considering how Zavala felt about Ikora. Yeah. I mean, they were confidants. They were, they were very close friends. Best of friends. Or at least as best friends as you can get in a military force. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so they were but stubborn, self-righteous, but that's how she ended up there. But I think that's some of Ikora's best qualities, too. It is. Man. Um, but, um, but we see that Anna doesn't want to give up on Zavala. No. And Elsie steps I, in. Elsie just wants to leave Zavala to his rest, I think. And just say, like, no, I think we're, we're done. Let's just leave the poor man to his himself. Right. And Zavala actually it makes sense why elsie showed up when she did in our timeline yeah you know she had us go to venus and then deal start dealing with the vex and, and it's like mm -hmm. joker was saying you know a couple weeks ago that got us on a different timeline because this dark future happens without us going into the black garden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I'm wondering if the uh the cloak and dagger missions in the Black Garden are actually mm -hmm. the Kentark three. I was wondering the same thing. Um I think they are. I think so too. Actually. Holy crap. But Zavala is able to actually pinpoint where things go off the rails. You mm -hmm. know, it, it all boils back to that black heart. Yeah, it really does. I mean, that also is what corrupted um fucking what's his name? Help me. Aldrin? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> It it started the corruption, but it wasn't the full 
No, but I think that's what started it. Because he was different before he went into the garden. Right. Because he returned a very different person and a lot more susceptible to influence. Right. Than I think when he went in. And then we get to the biggest reveal in this entry. Savathun is a pawn of Eris Morn. Uh Uh-huh. What? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Which is horseshit, in my opinion. She she became the thing she hated. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, holy crap. Yeah, but that's I we need to take that with a grain of salt, too. And this is yeah. this line, this specific line is what um because we were talking about this before we started recording. Um so it was, it was obviously not recorded, but it's a lot like um the Chronicon in as much as that it never happened. Yes. And it's a different timeline and it's not real. And I think enough things are different. Like this in this timeline, the journal is an actual physical journal where in our timeline, it's a digital journal, you know? Well, and and Um, in that, like in our timeline, I think it was a physical journal journal as well, but there was a digital copy of it. Right. The physical copy got lost. Mm-hmm. Okay. But um, I don't know. I just I don't see this as being. I don't like I. This was Eris Morn being like the the puppet master of Savathun. I'm sorry. No. And, like, I'm I'm waiting to I'm waiting to see where this goes because I I agree. You've not read it, so. I, I agree. I don't see Eris being the puppet puppet master, um, especially mm-hmm. considering her hatred of the hive. But yeah. darkness corrupts. Yeah, and in this timeline that we're reading about, um, we know that like Anna is corrupted, and we know that a lot of things are different. Like yeah, a lot of a lot. I mean, Eris Morn could be. But in our timeline, we know that, you know, she isn't. Right. So, and I mean, even in the actual game itself, like this, uh, the Exo Stranger, or we guess we could just call her Elsie Bray. My, you know what? My old roommate back at boarding school was named Elizabeth and we called her Elsie. And like the fact that Elsie Bray is like in this thing is like fucking me up every time I hear her name. Because I'm like, oh, it's my roommate Elsie. Oh, it's Elsie. Like, no, this, it's not Elsie. And I'm like, oh, good, it's not Elsie. Well, like I've got a family friend who goes by Elsie. Mm-hmm. Um, like the letters L C, and then I've got a oh oh yeah 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 uh huh. And then I've got another friend who goes by L C. Mm-hmm. So it's like. I, I totally understand that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Oh, man. Anyway, yeah. Who knew? I don't... I, we'll see what happens with Eris Morn when we read Chapter 5. 
almighty ones. We follow Zavala back to his home, inside the wreckage of the almighty that had crashed long ago. Do you remember this, Warmind? Our great success, Zavala says, and gives us a half-smile weighted down by years of reclusiveness, and our final victory. Rasputin finds his way over to a console and plugs in. There are files there that I've been trying to decrypt for years. Maybe you'll have better luck, Zavala says. He lights a fire and prepares a kettle. I can't imagine Eris, Anna says, her voice trailing off in shock. Eris wasn't special. She corrupted as easily as the rest. She came to me after finding an artifact inside a pyramid on the moon and deceived us all. Bombardment was her masterstroke, proving that the darkness destroys all it touches. My sister shoots me a knowing and somewhat hopeful glance. What happened that day? It's been impossible to find accurate recounts, Anna says. We were outnumbered. When the witch queen found me, she called me the non-believer as she tore my leg from his joint and pulled the light from my ghost, discarding me like trash. Ikora had it worse. I looked to Anna, who was hanging on every word, fighting back tears. The urge to console her rushes up from the pit of my stomach, but I repress the sensation. I wasn't meant for that. I looked up to the Traveler, hoping it would be our salvation from this atrocity, but instead it just left, abandoned us when we needed it most. I wanted to reach out and grab it, make it stay, make it save us, as we always thought it would. But that was it. Gone. Cabal forces crumbled the rest. Rasputin interrupts. What's that, Red? Anna asks. Did he say what I think he said? I ask, perking up. He says Gaul's plans to ensnare the Traveler and harvest its light. The blueprints are all here. He's copying them now. My mind races. Zavala has been sitting on a gold mine. Looks like you might get your chance to capture the Traveler after all, I propose with vigor. We bring it back here and make it fight and restore the light. You'd need to find it first, Anna says. There's hesitation in her voice, as if she actually doesn't like this plan. Rasputin chimes in again in Russian. What's he saying? Zavala asks. He can track it. The Traveler, I say. Clovis installed the capability as a failsafe in case it ever tried to run off. Even with Red tracking it, we'd need an army to build Gaul's device, Anna says pessimistically. Anna, this is as good a shot as we're going to get. Did you drag me all this way to give up now? I ask. No, no, you're right. We can figure this out. Zavala smiles faintly while watching us. What do you say, Commander? One last ride for Ikora? Anna knows just what to say. I suppose, Zavala says. If this is the end of the world, we may as well go down swinging. Anna's eyes light up. We'll still need that army. I know someone in command of an army who has a bone to pick with Eris, Zavala says. We need to find Mara Sov. Ooh. What up? I do have to say all this dialogue was very confusing and I had no idea who was talking half the time, so everyone sounds the same. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. It was really hard. There's no, like, he said, she said. <laughs> 
not clear at all. Right. So Zavala is living out of the crashed Almighty. Which out. we cannot see. <laughs> no, you can see it from the tower. Can you? Oh, I wasn't looking very hard. Yeah. Um. Man. So... It sounds like everything progressed the exact same way up to the point where we're at now. Up to just yes. before Beyond Light. Mm -hmm. So the Almighty crashed right behind the, the last city. Mm -hmm. um, the pyramid on the moon was found. The artifact inside the pyramid was found. Oh, man. So, like, it was... It was actually Savathun that ripped his leg off. Yeah, that's fucked up. And then pulled the light from his ghost, discarding mm -hmm. Zavala like trash. Yeah. Oh, man. And then the traveler is just like, well, there's a lot of war going on down there. Bye, guys. Bye. Like, fuck. Talk about hashtag evil traveler. Right? Vindicated. <laughs> but I'm um I'm really interested in um the fact that Oh god, what was it? I'm trying to find it. That they're actually entertaining the idea of building the device like that's super right? fucked up to me i'm sorry <laughs> right like they're like, thinking of building the gold device that fucked up the traveler the first time the starfish guys what well, we know what happened with that device the first time we were there yeah the it had the traveler had a traveler gasm and there was light jizz everywhere. Light jizz everywhere. Woke up the Doritos. But the fact is, like, also... they're desperate. So it they makes are. sense. This shows how desperate they are. That, that they're, they're even entertaining the thought of trapping the Traveler and causing it to go through mm -hmm. the red war thing again oh yeah for a second time and it's not us trying to save the traveler this time like they, we've given up on the traveler and we're just saying like fuck you get back here like we're not done with you yet and that really puts us in the same position that the elixir were in after their great whirlwind yeah when the traveler just like yeeted itself away it's like bye and they're like wait wait what what why what come back and it's like no yeah that's that's exactly it and now we're like hey what come back and it's like no shit so it's it's uh, yeah also marasov mm, delicious right <laughs> i'm a human titan but she is my queen uh, um i'm an awoken warlock she's definitely my queen <laughs> She's awoken me in ways you have no idea. Oh God, and it, it sounds, <laughs> and it sounds like 
Mara and Eris don't have the relationship in this timeline that they do in our timeline. Yeah. Because in our timeline, Mara sees Eris more than just an, an invalid. You know, she views right. her still as a hunter. Mm-hmm. As someone who is useful. Right. And that... I think she viewed her as a friend, too, or at least, like... Yeah. Maybe not as an equal, but... As close as you get Petra with Mara. Is, is as close as you can get to someone she would see equally, I think. Yeah. Like, I don't it's... know. Marasov is a, is a hard person to pin down because she's so elusive. It it yeah. No, Eris is viewed as close as an equal as Mara gets. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited to read the rest of it next week. I am too. Like holy yeah, crap. This is a good story. Good story, Bungie. I'm loving it so far. Any final thoughts about it? Holy crap. I know, right? <laughs> Just holy crap. It's super great. So when so, this comes out, um, the raid race is going to be tomorrow. Yes. Uh, I'm going to be trying to... Thank you. Uh, I'm going to be trying to set up a... Uh, a stream going for it but if my internet doesn't work then i will just keep people like if i end up getting connection issues because i'm trying to stream as well mm-hmm. i might just give people updates rather than yeah. actual mm-hmm. stream but i will definitely let people know yeah. so watch the discord is that going to be on the Guardians of Lore? No, I'm just going to uh, stream it on Twitch mine. Or your own? On your Twitch? Yeah. What's your Twitch? Is it I underscore am underscore Elemist? I believe so. I actually... Like, this was something I just thought of, like, a couple minutes ago. So I have no actual... Yes, it's I underscore M underscore Elemist. Um, so I'm going to be trying to, to stream there. Nice. We'll see if I have one character up to light level <laughs> by then. I have a week. We'll see. My friends have been trying to push me into like playing more and not playing so much PvP, but you know how that works. So. No, I I yeah. don't know how I'm that works. I'm gonna be watching you play. I know, I know you don't. It's okay, baby. I I I don't understand. <laughs> I know. <laughs> understand? I do oh, not. But good luck. Good luck to everybody who is raiding tomorrow. May the best team win. And may the rest of you have a really good time. That's my shout out. Since we're in shout outs now. Yeah. 
Uh, so shout out to Ishtar Collective. It's because of them that I was able to pull these show notes together in like five minutes before recording. Seriously. So <laughs> you're yay. a madman. <laughs> Thank you, Baxter and team. Yay, Baxter. And um, team. And then shout out to my raid team. Chaotic Josh, Drastic, DZN, Lishes, Mr. Pickles, and Raging Monkeys. Nice. Because we're going to be at each other's throats and at, at whoever the boss's throats are tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I am super great. excited. You'll do great. I'm really excited for you. Raid races are always a good time. But yeah, good luck to... My shout-out is good luck to everybody who's racing, and good luck to everybody who just wants to go through it in the first 24 hours for funsies. I know a bunch of my friends want to just do it for fun, and they're not racing. Um, Matt and Logan, they are going to have a world's worst uh, raid team. So we'll see what that looks like. Now, see... They haven't announced who's doing it yet. Now, see, for me, <laughs> like, I... Being a console player, I know I have little chance of actually getting first. Mm-hmm. My team wants to get a 24-hour completion. You know, the first mm -hmm. 24 hours. I just want a week one completion. Yeah. That's my thing. I want a week you, one completion you know so what? that... I can get the jacket. I think you guys will get your 24-hour completion. I hope so. I think you will. It would be cool. You guys are really... You raid a lot. Um, Elmas talks about raids a lot, but he doesn't talk about how much of a raid sweat he is. And <laughs> um, I, think he'll, I think he'll do it. I hope so. so and I know that... I know that consoles... I... I we're going back to that one episode where I was really salty because I hadn't slept in like four days. <laughs> that that one episode where we lost that a couple listeners because episode. of it. Oh, I don't really give a shit about them. Kiss my ass, guys. Um, if you're salty because I said that consoles um aren't uh, strong enough against PC, it's because of the architecture of the game and the fact that I am sad for you that like you should be you should have an exact chance to do it and the fact that the hardware is holding you back is bullshit and it's not fair and you guys should have like your own separate race at the same time and you should have a console team and you should have a pc team but that's not the way it is and that sucks and see unfortunately that's the exact argument that i use whenever people talk about cross play yeah because I'm like, if you're doing crossplay between consoles, sure, I'm all for it. Yeah. Throw PC mm -hmm. in there, we are going to be at a disadvantage. Yeah. And that's just the sad truth. And the fact that the console update isn't until December, and that sucks. And um, I know I sounded really salty before because, like, my, my brains were scattered all over the place. But um, I am... I want a console team to win 
because it would really show all the PC teams. It probably won't happen, but I'd really like it to happen. Oh, yeah. Because it would just shut everybody up. And it would be great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, but and uh, you know good what? luck to you guys. And you know what? I would love for just a random console team to be first. Oh, I know, right? To hell with the streamers. To hell with, you know, Clan Redeem or whatever. I want mm-hmm. a... I want six randos mm-hmm. that nobody knows to get worlds first. Oh yeah. That'd be great. That would be perfect. I would love that. Definitely. So if you that guys, would be the best so if you guys are listening and, and you know, you're actually planning on going in day one to the raid, let us know your progress. Yeah. Keep us updated. I watch Twitter all the time. I'm going to be watching Twitch like all day. Yeah. Like honestly, my Twitch stream is just going to be me bouncing between other people's Twitch streams. Pretty much. And, and, and seriously, like you guys can keep us updated on Twitter at Guardians underscore lore at Hey, it's Orchid at Mm -hmm. I underscore am underscore Elemist. Although I probably won't be reading it for that first day. Um, (laughs) Um, I will watch your Twitter for you. Thank you. Um, you can email us at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. You can leave us a review. And if and if it's salty, and let me say this, if it's a salty review, because you're like, I'm not going to listen to this podcast anymore because you hate consoles so much. Go fuck yourself. I don't want you anymore. Thanks for the review. Chuckle fuck. That's it. In no way does that constitute the the thoughts or expressions of the podcast itself that is purely orchid uh so anyway uh or you can jump into our discord we might not always be chatty in there but we do monitor it uh you can reach out through dms or whatever or tag us just add us yeah tag us and stuff if you think it's funny if you have good memes, like, fucking drop them in Discord. I want to see them. <laughs> I always love a good meme. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And with that, take care. Bye.